You're listening to Gear Disrupted. What's up? What's up, guys? <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Welcome to the fourth episode of, of Gear Disrupted. Yes, where our mission is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and real life stories. That's right, and we are excited to be here today. I think more kind of like a therapy session, you know? <laughs> we got a lot going on. Um, we have a lot to prepare for for our move, which is just now in the 40 day, 48 days away. Right. Right? And this is unlike any trip we've ever prepared exactly. for. Exactly. Never, never had to pack for a one-year right. trip. I never had to you know, not have a place to live when you come back yeah. home. So it's, it's a, a lot weird going on. Feeling. So we are yeah. going to run you through the ultimate checklist yeah. when you're planning to pack up your life and relocate temporarily to a city around the globe. Exactly. So first thing first, what do you do about the place you're about to visit? Yeah. Right? It's, you gotta you gotta buy those flights. <laughs> well you know, when, when you're leaving one place, it's always optimal to have another place to, to go, go to. <laughs> Unless you want to end up on, on yeah. the streets, yeah. Like, I feel like just basic Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, so that's that's definitely the case. And we kind of, like, how far out did we decide to book the place? I, I feel like we chose at the right time. Yeah, about about 60 days out. 60 I think, days yeah, out. Yeah, like two months out. Yeah. We could have waited a bit more, but then there maybe like the prices would have gone right. up and so to book the flights yeah we basically use points we use points <laughs> thanks to chase sapphire chase out there sapphire this is not sponsored by chase yeah but chase if you're listening sponsor us <laughs> i've been a long time customer <laughs> seriously <laughs> but, but uh, no that was really clutch yeah uh, that to was, buy the, the whole one way ticket yeah. to columbia with with, credit with card points card. so we didn't have to spend any money there but we'll we'll get more into that on, on how hacks. to yeah use your credit card points and how the whole point system works we'll have a whole another episode about that but yeah that's what we did you know we basically you know i think all the flights we found were about the same price mm -hmm. and we went with the one that was most convenient yeah so that's done and then the second step was and i guess we're lucky i feel like lax to medellin just easy yeah simple large airports so for those of you who might be in the midwest that's just such an extra pain in the ass yeah right to, to just go from a random airport but yeah. anyway we're blessed uh, yeah over yeah here. being LAX to being next to a large international airport helps a lot that's like that's like a life goal yeah that's like something i always want to yeah have yeah i feel but, like it just makes your trip exponentially harder when you're not but anyway we bought our our flights uh, on yeah. points and then we're flying from LA to Bogota to Medellin yep and we are on a Avianca Airlines yeah fun fact about Avianca Airlines oh shit that's the airlines that Pablo Escobar blew up oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I'm yeah, sure just we'll... just learned that he he blew up an Avianca airliner uh -huh. damn yeah yeah. Like a whole jet? A whole jet. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's actually in Narcos. I was watching it the other How day. How do you blow up a whole jet? Well, he was trying to kill some politician. Uh, the 
presidential nominee or whatnot. And then still, how do you blow up an entire large? He had someone carry a bomb on the flight. This is like pre nine eleven. Holy balls! Yeah, and then some kid. It was like some. Did the kid? The kid died. Oh, everyone on the flight died. Yeah. Tim, why? Why don't more people know that about Pablo Escobar? I I think everyone knows. That's like where it pushed Pablo Escobar to, like a new new territory where he was like yeah this is it like did he get like caught shortly after i know we're going off on a tangent but like Wait, have you not watched narcos i have but i kind of forget like what no happens. he got killed he got shot like, in the head i know i know i know he died yeah but like how soon did people really step up their game after oh he blew it was like airplane? still a couple of years after Jeez. like that okay because it's like yeah. like once that would be like our last hurrah to blow up oh yeah no 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 i feel like, like your ass is grass right after that. yeah like after the whole thing about like the the airplane blowing up then there's like he still fucking built himself his own prison on top of a hill <laughs> in Medellin where he had like hookers and like oh my and God. casino and everything coming in and jacuzzis and he'd have parties up there uh and he was still murdering people up in that dude i feel like uh, people turned a fat eye away from what he was up to like, that's, I, I think that's a lot yeah, I mean, he got it's, busy. He he got busy, but I think a lot of that also was just, um, you know, just like his his terrorism. People yeah. just got so sick of it. They're like, you know, we just wanted to stop. Yeah, like instead of like having more bloodshed. So, One man is larger than an entire country. That's pretty much. Anyways, anyway, huge we're, tangent. We're there. excited to move huge. to Medellin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been yeah, doing all our homework. Yeah, all that is is you know long gone. Medellin's yeah. a pretty nice place now. Uh, you know relatively safe so yeah we are still you know really looking forward yeah. to going there anyways anyway, that's what happened to the the fight stuff those but are we both... are taking that airline we have a lot of confidence in it yeah. on our way down we know those Is days it... are long fingers, gone <laughs> fingers crossed yeah so shout out to avianca you really built yourself back up yeah from the bottom um and then uh um and then next thing is booking the place. finding a place yeah. so yeah so we were just like you know trying to find we didn't want to book a place too far out. Right. And then we and then, were waiting for the right time. And then the big question after that was, where do you book a place? You know, this is unlike um, just a trip, right? This is the difference between moving your trip and moving or going on a trip and moving your life. And so we had to figure out, like, how do people book long term arrangements? And there were several local resources, but then there are also Airbnb, which we found out you can negotiate airbnb long-term rental exactly yeah so so we basically you know started out with looking at which areas we wanted to mm-hmm. live in uh we know we wouldn't have a car or, or anything yeah. to you know to drive around so we were trying to find the best place where we were close to all the the good restaurants the nightlife mm-hmm. the cafes um a good gym and and a metro station right so we basically you know printed out a map uh, turns out, you know, based on our, our research, there's two good neighborhoods in right. Medellin. One's El Poblado and the other one is Laurelis. Um, both it's really a toss-up. Like, there's a yeah. lot of pros to both of them. Right, yeah. There's there's a lot of pros to both of them, but it seemed like there were just slightly more options in, yeah. in El Poblado. Yeah, I think that Laurelis is slightly more... Like of an college, authentic, yeah, of it's... an authentic college town neighborhood, right, right. Um, but we we're also considering, you know, we are dependent on our cars here, and it's it's 
something to consider when you're moving into a place with no car is what where do you go often we go to the gym we go to the grocery store we go to restaurants so we really wanted to pick an accessible place that we we didn't have to drive or really use the metro too much just to get to our basic locations right so yeah we basically went with el poblado Mm -hmm. and try to find out like the the right spot in el poblado to uh, to find a place where we were close to a grocery store and a gym and metro station. Awesome I repeated stuff. that, but yeah. And then we basically, you know, a couple of friends recommended this website called casacol.com. Um, How do you spell that? C-A-S-A-C-O-L dot com. Nice. Uh, it just means Casa Colombia, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, casa, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know Spanish, means meat house it does meat casa su casa (laughs) that that's the casa we were talking about anyways (laughs) so so yeah we've been on there um try to find places and then we found a place that was really good and and then we try to reach out but didn't get much of a response i don't know what the deal was but then you know we started looking at on airbnb to see what options there are and we basically found the same place on airbnb yeah it was it was listed as a higher price on airbnb correct right yeah and we we had a um a budget and a goal in mind which we'll get into that in a later episode where we discuss budgeting how to budget um what's a realistic budget for this sort of thing but we did find a place that was slightly out of our budget but we had a number that we wanted to talk him down to so avi handled the negociaciones Right. Yeah. So we basically, you know, said, look, we're coming in for a longer period. It's not just like a couple of weeks. We'll be there for a solid full two months. So if you can just like give us a discount. And then we were like, this is our budget. Mm-hmm. Can you work with it? Um, and, you know, I think the time we booked this place had helped a lot, too, because yeah. they felt that, OK, this place is like, you know, I'm getting a guaranteed reservation two months in advance. Yeah. Um, and they don't have to worry about getting the place filled down the road yeah. and all that for a long period. And they were like, yeah, we're down for it. That's pretty clutch for and that. And so, so it all worked out, you know, found a great place um, in Medellin, in yep. El Poblado. It's got, you know, a dope-ass rooftop pool and it's got a gym and, and what else? I thought it had Hell some... Hell yeah. Yeah, it had some, some other shit too, like... Turkish sauna or something. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah we're, we, we're stoked. I yeah. mean, it, it, there's a lot of properties listed in that building. So, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. For a fraction of what we pay here. Oh, it's yeah. Absolutely. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's like a quarter of, of the price we pay in Southern California. Yeah. So. Unbelievable. So, yeah. we so found that place. It's fully furnished. We really don't have to worry about that. And it feels awesome. Yeah. So, we have two things locked in now. Our flight. So we we have a way to get there, and then and we once we get there, we know where we're staying. So, so we have the things that we're going towards now. The, the <laughs> way harder part is like moving away from all of the shit, shit. that we have here. Exactly. I mean, I'm only 25, and I haven't really had the money to buy things for that long. But it is insane, just like how much many things I'm surrounded by, and. I don't own my own place. I live in one room in one house where other people live. And I am just completely overwhelmed by all the shit we own. It's insane. 
Yeah. So our goal is, I mean, we don't want to have to rent like a small warehouse to keep all our stuff in when we're gone. We realistically decided we would split a really small storage locker. We would split a really small storage unit that we could keep like our very necessities that we don't want to bring, but we still want to keep. Right. And everything else got to go. It has to go. And Avi is like a an online selling whiz and I'm a noob. So none of my <laughs> stuff has sold and a lot of his, he's yeah. like sold everything. I've sold like three things in the past 24 hours. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all working out, but yeah. we'll, we'll make sure everything like sells or we'll give it away. You know, and we I, basically, we both created a giant pile of clothes that mm -hmm. we are definitely giving away before we leave. Yeah. I think the best thing about this versus moving an apartment, because I've moved too many times to count. I mean, since I was 18, I have moved every year. Um, and one thing you learn from moving is you have to consider every piece. Like, do I want the desk? Do I want the bed? And chances are you don't want to have to get a new one right away, so you just bring it. So it's like so stressful to move everything, but shedding all our stuff feels really nice because I can't bring a bed to Columbia or a desk or right. a chair. And honestly, I don't care enough about these things to pay more money in a storage facility to keep them. To there. let, yeah. So it's just better to just sell it. Exactly. Just we really want the year disrupted to be year untethered. <laughs> so <laughs> I really am selling everything but my bookshelf. Um, but I'm probably going to end up selling my bookshelf. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of space. We'll find you a better mm -hmm. one once we're back. But yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out. But, but anyways. Avi yeah. already sold his car. Yeah, so car was easy. I, it was a leased car. And it just so happened that my lease was ending mm -hmm. right at the end of this year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I basically turned in my car last month. And I've had to... I have a motorcycle too, so I've been surviving on that for the past month. Yeah, going to work, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's been okay. It's been weird without a car, but I have a place to get it around, and then yeah, and then Gabrielle and I are sharing um, one car for mm -hmm. you know running the errands and all that. Yeah, it's been it's been like definitely an adjustment, but not like super difficult. Right. So it's it's really not too bad. I think we're both going into this knowing that I'm, I'm selling my car too shortly before we leave and we will come back needing a car, but we might not come back the same people. Like we might be, we come back like aliens <laughs> or something. We might, we might not even need cars by then. Who knows yeah. when we'll actually come Yeah, back. there might be just like, self-driving teslas everywhere that you yeah. can just jump into and just what like, if the united states just changed completely in one year <laughs> it might happen this is election year so yeah oh Jesus. so it, it may but yeah. anyways anyway let's, let's so not... <laughs> so sorry that could be a whole other tangent which would be crazy but anyway so step one right now is just to slowly um declutter. get rid of our shit yeah like feel, feel like when in doubt you don't need it you yeah, really don't yeah. need well, it when in doubt you do not need yeah it. we basically started using Marie Kondo's philosophy. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Marie Kondo. Shout out. Which is, does it bring you joy? And if it doesn't, get rid of it. Yeah. And so. But it feels good. It, I mean, feels, it feels so feels good to really like good. know that like you don't have all the shit you have to move around with you. Yeah, it's every stressful. Time. Yeah, it's just like, like we're, you know, kind of wired 
to or brainwashed mm-hmm. to just acquire things. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to buy a fancy bed and a TV and a desk. Let me get some yeah. bookshelves. Let me get like tons of clothes. Just but it just feels stuff. so good to like not, you know, have to worry about all all the stuff. It just like it's like weight mm-hmm. lifted off our shoulders. And I feel like you have to adopt that mindset because, like I said, I've moved a lot and I always hold on to more shit than I know I should. Mm-hmm. Because I like memories and I have a lot of notebooks and stuff. And I just, I like to yeah, accumulate. Things. Exactly. I feel like every time I move, there's like always a box of shit that I thought I needed. And then I haven't used it. Like since in a, the in last a whole, move. Yeah, since the last move. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to get rid there's of it. There's still boxes like, I have in here yeah. from my last move that I haven't messed with. Exactly. Oh, so it's time to get rid of it. So we're, yeah. we're so, so excited to get rid of our stuff. Right. Um, so, so that's done. Yeah. You know? Place booked, uh, flight booked, trying getting rid of our mm-hmm. shit, and now comes the big one. Dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. It is how do we, how are we quitting our jobs? Quit this bit. Well, Gabrielle has already quit her job. Yes, I've recently quit my job, but still same feels. Okay. <laughs> I feel well, like, uh, I feel what? like any, yeah. everybody can relate to anybody who has or has not quit a job. It's a really weird thing to do or to think about doing to quitting yeah i mean yeah. it's like it's it's a huge step it's like no matter what step. yeah so well why don't you why don't you tell us like how you went about doing the deed yeah so uh i was i was kind of lucky because there is a lot of turmoil going on at my company um a lot of people were leaving were getting ready to leave so i sort of wrote that wave a little bit when this all went down. Yeah. Um, which they saw it coming, which they, is nice. Yeah. 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 This, you know, I had a easy, I had a ideal job quitting scenario. It still was not easy to quit the job, but it, it came at a, a very serendipitous time. And I had started working on um, just freelancing my skills on the side. And because I knew it was something I wanted to do and I wanted to soften the blow of my quitting so I started using freelance websites primarily Fiverr and started getting a little thing going so by that point I was working all day my nine to five 40 hour work week and then coming home and trying to work on a little bit of business on the side so I was exhausted and I was so ready and I was so burnt out and even though this trip was you know a couple months in away um I was ready to get out of there so I basically just told everyone to go fuck themselves and walked out and got wasted. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. What if I just showed up drunk and cussed everyone out? No, uh, my boss was asking me why I hadn't submitted my quarterly goals yet. Um, and so <laughs> she kept saying, like, Gabrielle, you're normally the first one to submit things to me. Like, where are your quarterly goals i'm like oh i'll discuss them with you in my one-on-one so we had one-on-ones every week and at this point um i had talked to everyone about quitting i had probably rehearsed my speech a million times and um you know mostly kind of blaming it on the the company stuff Mm -hmm. and i go in and i'm just so i never quit a job before this is my first job out of college and my boss was cool but she was um kind of intimidating at the same time and I went in and I said she's she goes okay so we small talked a bit and she goes okay so your quarterly goals and I said okay before we get to that I need to tell you something and then I practiced the speech and I said 
So, um, you know, I'm going to be resigning. I'm giving you my notice and that's why I haven't done my goals. And my boss really wanted to know where I was headed. She knew I maybe was considering leaving the company, but I hadn't kept her updated on any interviews. So she said, well, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to figure out what, what I really want to do next. And I'm going to take the time to do that. And I expected her to maybe lecture me about why that's a huge mistake. And she said something really impactful, which was, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't mm -hmm. that, that's so, so mind blowing. Yeah. She's so. like, I wish I had your courage and she's a mom, she has a mortgage. So in a lot of ways, she can't leave her right. life like that. Um, and on my last day, you know, I, I was ready to get the hell out of there. But so many people came up to me on my last day and were like, oh, my God, I wish I could do what you're doing. So that made me feel all the more confident yeah. in doing it because it was so different. But everyone, everyone was right. Because the natural reaction would be you would expect people to say, what are you fucking crazy? Yeah. You're going to like not have a job yeah. is that what you're doing yeah but but it's really encouraging it's when so like everyone's encouraging. like well you got the balls because i don't i full-on thought people would be like you're making the worst mistake of your life like i thought someone would come in and say you can't just walk away yeah from a job <laughs> without another <laughs> job lined up right. when you pay all your own bills and like i mean i have bills today. that's not how the system is designed you must have a job <laughs> I know I was expecting someone to just like combust, you know, just like explode because yeah. they weren't able to handle it. Yeah, but no, that's awesome that like the way it went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, I'll be your. You are getting ready to quit. Yeah, well, a couple more weeks. Uh, it's been it. It's <laughs> the the hardest part is knowing that you're gonna quit mm -hmm. and then still trying to be motivated at work. Right. It's it's just so hard. Yeah. Like like anytime someone tells you shit and in your head you're just like bitch watch me leave this place <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like i still had some time because i knew i didn't have to quit right when i did but luckily i decided to quit a bit earlier so i could start growing my business before i left um but for me the date was uncertain but for avi like he he really needs to quit soon like he has no choice you know because yeah. i had time so every week it was like oh, i don't know I if i'm gonna quit or not yet but you're like you know exactly when yeah you have i mean to quit yeah it's it's down to the last yeah. few weeks so so I already have like a date planned when I'm going to go in, put in my notice. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> and, and yeah, I can't wait to see how it goes. So what are you, you mentioned something interesting to me the other day about sending a letter before the discussion, which I, like spoiler, I did not do. I just went and talked to my boss. Yeah. Like my advice is, you know, just in case, and this might me being like, you know, extra risk averse or whatnot but you just want to make sure that when you put in your notice um they don't like decide to fire you or something mm -hmm. right especially because like i'm quitting at such a time of the year it's right around the holidays it's like the end of the year mm -hmm. and maybe yeah that makes sense maybe like you know they just are like well it's at the end of the year and like there's not much to do so why don't we just like let you go instead of like you like giving us the notice and yeah so you know just just to have that clear it's in my opinion at least and i may be wrong but i feel that i want to put in a written notice before i have a verbal yeah. conversation 
So yeah, my, my let go- us know. Uh, shout out, message us if you think Avi's like being way too extra, uh, and you go yeah. with my yeah, casual approach, or you think I'm a dumbass and I should have done that in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think either way, it's fine. Um, I think I have a close relationship with my current manager. Because I guess, okay, my thing is, and maybe it's because I'm I'm a talker. So, like, I like to ease them into it. You know, like, I like, because if they just saw, like, Gabrielle is resigning, all of these thoughts would flow to their heads. And then they would start to think about what they had to say before you went in the conference room. But for me, because I'm the one dropping the bomb after I've built my way up to it, then I I am in control. So maybe it's like a controlled thing for me because I think, okay, for my boss, let me present my case. But I mean... And therefore I am quitting. Whether if if I'm just like, I'm quitting, she would immediately start to, her gears would be churning. But I got to drop the bomb, you know? I, (laughs) (laughs) I, I get that. But to me, it's like, there, there's whatever they say at that point doesn't make a difference, right? You've made up your mind to leave the country yeah. or sorry, leave the company or country or uh, both. <laughs> yeah. So, so then, yeah, to me, it's, it's all about like the legality of it mm-hmm. and having paper trail. So to me, it's like my, my basically idea is I'm going to hit send on the email and then immediately after that, you know, Tell my boss, hey, you want to like jump in the conference room real quick? I gotta talk to you, and then just tell him, yo, I'm, I'm leaving. Are you gonna say, hey man, hey look, man, dude. look, look, dude, it's been. It's That's been how a he great... and his boss talk to each other. No, no, it'll just be. I don't know. It it'll, it should be a pretty straight up conversation, from what I can tell. Are you look, gonna be so, Mister Boss? What yeah. like are you gonna tell him you're leaving the country or what no, are you no. gonna say? No, that's what if he may- says. Maybe like what if he goes, okay, Avi, sorry that we're losing you. What are you gonna do instead? What are you gonna say? Well, I'm gonna tell him the name of my company mm-hmm. and say I'm going to go work for this firm. You're not gonna tell him you are, that firm is your own business. No. Why? Because. But then you don't get the glory of, of everyone being like, damn, nice job. Like, I wish I could do that. Like, you could leave with, like, inspiring people. That's true. Good point. You know? Like, you're already a really smart and hard worker, and they know that, like, they're going to miss you, and they're going to lose a great employee. So if you leave saying, like, look, I have the confidence in my own skills that I am starting my own business, mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. That's true. Well... So on that note, change of plans. <laughs> change of plans. Uh, Sorry. My my idea now is to send an email. Yeah. And then call him in the conference room, and then tell him, "Hey, guess what? Like, I'm leaving the company. I'm gonna go yeah. do something on my own. Mm-hmm. Give this entrepreneur thing a try." Yeah. I mean, how instead of that too, it's like literally. I mean, obviously, you're not trying to show him what he'll be missing. Yeah. But. Like, I think it's pretty commendable and admirable for you to be like, look, I'm taking my expertise in like logistics and project management to start my own independent consulting firm for startups. Right. Like that sounds pretty dope. Yeah. And and then I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes. What's yeah. the reaction? We really what happens? Know. Yeah. Like, I that'd be know. Yeah. So I'll definitely, you know, tell the story of, yeah. of once I leave the company and what the last update. day was. And we have a whole bottle of yellow wine to drink. Orange wine. Orange wine. Yeah. It's actually made out of orange. It's not that 
Or... No, it is made not made out of oranges. Wait, no, it is. It's just unfiltered white wine. I thought it had something to do with oranges. It has nothing to do with oranges. Okay, never mind that. that was, yeah. <laughs> it's from what? It's from Mendoza, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's from. It's an Argentinian wine that we bought while we were in Buenos Aires. Yeah. And we've been waiting to open it. For a long time. For a long, <laughs> long time. So it's about time. But yeah, yeah, so so it seems like, you know, that's one big thing remaining. Other than that, uh, well, we forgot to cover uh, moving out of our places, getting yeah. out of our lease. Yeah, that's that's another important thing. I, I feel like feel like people take leases a lot more seriously <laughs> than they need to. Yeah. I've gotten out of leases so easily. Yeah. Like, without breaking them or without paying money. Yeah, just not like just literally like finding... picking your shit and walking <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, that would be problematic. Yeah, no. But just finding someone to take over your lease is really yeah. not Like hard. here in Southern California, like there's people moving in and out all the like, time. all like, the time. Yeah. Mostly so people who like came and tried to be a DJ or an actor and it didn't really work out for them. Like better go back to Green Bay you know um but anyway shout out to green bay yeah i've never been so it's it's sorry. okay that's probably mean to they say. sell they sell tractors on at their airport oh sweet yeah so abby um basically abby and i live separately um and my lease is at, over at the end of december uh so that's perfect timing for me but obviously goes until the end of february that, yeah so i basically put my room up or ask my roommates to put the room up on Craigslist. And, uh, and yeah, I, I think they found someone to replace me. And, yeah. and so, you know, uh, it, it kind of worked out. I, b before we signed the lease, I got it and written from our landlord. You and saying, your, uh, things in writing. Hey, hey, that's, that's <laughs> if you guys can, you know, learn anything from this podcast, it's like, you know, make sure you get everything in written like anything that is has to do with you know someone who could back out on it make sure yeah. it just it's like it's my years of industry experience you must get it in written okay. so say so yeah, i basically got my landlord to give me in writing that i could have someone else replace me on the lease and that would not be an issue for mm -hmm. a small fee so that all is cleared so they they can't deny that and then it's just a matter of having the applications be processed and then me moving out and the other dude moving in. And I don't know how people out there feel about Craigslist, but oh, I'm no. pro Craigslist. Hands down, like Craigslist is the place to That's find That's the only place to I mean, find sometimes you get murdered, but for the most part, <laughs> for the most part. I've never even come close to getting murdered on Craigslist. Yeah, me too. And so. I've met like some great people. Yeah, on every roommate I've had, yeah, has been through Craigslist. Yeah, and it's been great. So shout out to Craigslist. I feel like yeah. they suffered a little bit with the murder PR. Yeah, and they've really come back up with the millennials. That's how yeah. we all find and our roommates. All, yeah, it's still free, advertisement free. Oh yeah, yeah. Check it out, Craigslist.org. Anyways, that's our podcast for today. Uh, please let us know what you think what questions you have mm -hmm. we'll be happy to answer follow us subscribe check out our blog for a lot of the links um and resources and that... we'll put those in the show notes too mm -hmm. and uh we'll see you next time bye so make sure you subscribe did you already say that yeah so subscribe we'll... follow us follow us and in... we're on instagram twitter as you're, you're disrupted. disrupted and uh hit that subscribe button give us a five star rating 
and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.